morning, beloved. Welcome to Sunday Church. For those who are joining us online, you'll find us on Facebook. Our handle is at, at the rate, beloved sons of God. If you've been blessed by our messages, if you have testimonies, write to us uh, at our handle. If you live in Bombay and if you want to gather with other sons, uh, again, write to us and we'll tell you where we gather. Uh, below this video, there's a link uh, that opens up to all the scripture verses and uh, that I'm taking today. It's a PDF file. Uh, and go through that PDF file. You know, it's got so many uh, just verses. Sometimes I meditate on it. Um, you know, for the past two years, I have like this big bundle of all the verses and it's just so rich, uh, full of God's word. So go through that, okay? So we've been talking about reigning over sickness for the past two weeks. And today I said I'm going to make it more practical, okay? Um, so today it's going to be very easy. If you do these two things, which I tell you to do, then you're going to see supernatural life come into your body, okay? And um, <clears throat> it's naturally just going to happen. Um, so I like this, uh, I like the testimony that Hebron shared, okay? Hebron uh, is a worship leader in Beloved. And so he was sharing about how um, his boss has suddenly decided that he works seven hours. But I'm pretty sure his organization has a lot of employees. How does the boss single out this one who looks human? Does this boss know that he's a son? How, how does he know? He doesn't. Okay, but how is the boss singled out this son and everyone else will work 10 hours and 11 hours, slaves, but this son will work not 11, seven hours and still get the same pay. How does the world know? I told you, you can't go saying I'm son, I'm son, it won't work like that. It works in microcosm. Now, so what, I, I'll, I'll share this, right? Because <clears throat> this is what I'm, we, we preach and we stand for. You don't have to convince anybody or a son. The whole creation knows who the creator is at some level. And it naturally submits to who you are without even you knowing it, okay? But if you take it in small things. So this boss says that you will come in at 11. Hebron used to go late, okay? And you will leave by seven. And then Hebron asks, is it okay if I leave? You know, you know, on Wednesdays I go for a Bible study. Yeah, yeah, that's also fine. And he makes, adjusts everything, his organization, even his laws to his desire. Now, let me tell you what Hebron did a few months ago. Hebron sanctified himself. So I, remember I told you, sons, you're a lion. A lion doesn't ask. A lion goes and takes it. Okay. So Hebron used to not come to Bible studies. Okay, he used to come on the Sunday, but he used to not come on the Wednesday. And so once we told him, I said, Hebron, just tell him, don't ask him, tell him. Okay, so he said, oh, uh, you know, on Wednesdays, I'll be leaving early, sir, because I have to go, I have a Bible study that I go to, so on Wednesdays, I will be leaving early. So Hebron started coming on Wednesdays. Do you know that he sanctified first? Uh, remember the message I gave you on distraction and reigning over busyness and reigning over distractions and what did I tell you first in that first you sanctify in the small I gave you the instance of Martha and Mary right both were there were many things in the house I told you Mary also saw and Martha also saw that many things had to come had to be done and then when Jesus entered who chose first to stay away from the busyness Mary chose it for her and then who said no later on when Martha came and told Jesus, because Mary decided to sit with Jesus at his feet. And then Martha came and said, Jesus, don't you care that I have so many things to do? And then she, what did she want? She wanted to take Mary away from Jesus. But then this time, who stopped her? 
Jesus. That's what happened right now for him. So first he sanctifies it and he chooses it. Choice came first and he tells him like, he tells his boss, listen, I have to go. I want to go. And now the second time what happened? The father sanctified his portion for him and gave him a bigger portion. That son, now this will never be taken away from you. And now he gives him grace that now only seven hours, he's working, gets the same pay. And now more time is made available to the son. Who stopped the second time? The father. This is what I mean by sanctification. No, you take it in small things, then bigger things. Now Jesus sanctifies your rest. And he says, now this portion, no one will take it. I will not allow anyone to take it from Mary. Okay, he sanctified it. So this is sun. Everyone at some point will realize you're a sun. Okay, that's how you're shining. Um, so I believe, I would really want to, <clears throat> I believe I'm going to hear testimonies of cancers getting repelled, diabetes leaving, all of these after this. Okay, what you're going to do. And something so simple. Okay, and um, I told you the, the last week we began with, let's read that, okay, go ahead. I told you sin consciousness leads to condemnation, leads to death. Righteousness consciousness leads to life, okay. Now I'm going to read last week's, um, uh, what we just ended with and then we're just going to flow into that, okay. Um, <clears throat> let's read Romans 8. Therefore, Therefore, there is therefore now no condemnation, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, no guilty, condemned, you've done something wrong, right? But now God is saying that there is no condemnation for you, okay, who do not walk according to the flesh. What does flesh mean? Anything to do with your five senses. Anything that you, anything that points to you, that means you're not looking at what your flesh is saying, but you're looking at what the Father has said about you, okay? Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. We talked about where does the law of sin and death work? It works in your body, in your members. That's why you can never get holy in the flesh. Even if someone wants to and they can try and every pastor can try, it's not possible because the law of sin and death is in the members. That's why Jesus had to come and die in the flesh on the cross to fulfill your requirement and my requirement. That's why the son had to come. If we could get holy in the flesh, we did not need Christ to come. That's why today your holiness is a spiritual gift to be received. And that's what you're receiving it. Every time you're receiving your righteousness as a gift, you'll walk it, you'll live it out, and you can live sickness free also. Okay, these are small truths. You take it, you'll see divine health. Okay, now see this. Let's read ahead. For the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness not sinful flesh, but in the likeness of sinful flesh, on account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. Whatever your heart condemns you today, you feel you've done something wrong, it's all called sin in the flesh. At some point, it's sin in the flesh. And what does it say here? He condemned sin in the flesh. In whose body? In whose body was? It's in Christ's body, okay? that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the 
spirit for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit that means who are constantly dominated okay who listen to what the father says about them they they live those but those who live according to the spirit the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded what does it say is life and peace it's life and peace okay beloved is awake listening understanding because you're born of him yes because the carnal mind is enmity against god for it is not subject to the law of god nor indeed can be i'll explain all of this so then those who are in the flesh those who are in the cannot please god the father's only saying stop trying to please me in your flesh you cannot receive what my son did for you i will be very pleased with you okay now in verse 9 but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit of indeed the spirit of god dwells in you now if anyone does not have the spirit of christ he is not his and if christ is in you say yes, yes. the body is dead because of sin because the law of sin and that is dead it's dead but the spirit is life because of the spirit is life because of righteousness but if the spirit of him who raised christ from the dead if the spirit of him that means the holy spirit who raised jesus from the dead dwells in you then he that is the holy spirit who raised christ from the dead will also give life to your this mortal body through the holy spirit that is living in you who is giving you life your I, we discussed last week your life is not coming from the or the your life is coming from yeah holy spirit the son lives because the father lives that is your truth now if you want to believe you live because of the food it lead to death to be spiritually minded is life and peace you i believe beloved will live longer and longer and longer keep on living longer and longer because your life is not coming from don't get i i told you sanctify yourself from conversations about vaccines stay out of them because it doesn't matter for you you just decide you want to don't want to it doesn't matter just pick one because your life is not coming whether you take it or you don't take it your life is coming from the holy spirit okay now see this therefore verse 12 brethren we are debtors that means you're not a slave to listen to the flesh to live according to the flesh for if you live according to the flesh that means if you keep listening to what your body keeps speaking to you and all your environment keeps speaking to you what your mom says about you what your father says about you what your boss says about you what your friends say about you okay you will die that means it leads to death but if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body you will live for as many as are led by the not by the flesh by the spirit of god these are sons of god for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out abba father the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are sons of god children of god the spirit bears witness that you are not christians 
that you are not disciple, that you are not sheep. What is the bearing witness? That means yes, yes, this is true. That's what it means. That you are sons of God. If you speak his language, he'll bear witness with you. Okay? That you are sons of God. And if sons, if children, because another uh, verse said sons, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. That means you receive everything by simply declaring your oneness with him. Okay, joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. I'm going to read two more verses and we get into the new today. 2 Corinthians 3, the letter, not the, uh, the spirit, not the letter. And we have such trust through Christ towards God, that now that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who has made us who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the... So what is the spirit? See this, as ministers of the new covenant. New covenant means what? After the cross. I can't read David to you and Moses and keep declaring a ministry of death. It leads to condemnation, it leads to death. In Christ, new covenant. You are the righteousness of God. This is the new covenant that Christ gave to you. So what does it say here? As ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter. That means the law of Moses. Okay? But of the spirit. That means the ministry of the new covenant. God calls the ministry of the spirit. So if I'm not ministering you the new covenant, he doesn't call it the ministry of the spirit. <laughs> and then see this. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Remember, we keep saying that your words are spirit and they are life. Your words are not letter and they are life. That means Old Testament. So you wonder why people don't get saved if you keep preaching the old co covenant. Because they are the my words are spirit. We just saw you what he means by spirit. Ministers of the new covenant. The more I tell you the righteousness of God, you'll get drawn. The letter kills and the person will never get saved. My words are spirit and life. You're the righteousness of God in Christ. This is the ministry of the new covenant. That's what he's saying. Okay? You are understanding because you're sons. But the spirit gives life. So no condemnation word can give life. The spirit gives life. The more, if someone says you're a sinner, it won't even bear witness with you. Because it's the letter that that person spoke. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. You are a son of God. The father loves you. Okay? Glory of the new covenant. But if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones, that was the law of Moses, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which glory was passing away. I told you, when Moses came down, he had to put a veil. After he got the Ten Commandments, he had to put a veil because his, he had met God face to face, but his glory was fading, was passing away. How will the ministry of the Spirit, the new covenant, righteousness, consciousness, not be more glorious? For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of the new covenant is called the ministry of righteousness, exceeds much more in glory. And so we know that righteousness leads to Life, those who receive the abundance of grace and the your righteousness, 
it says gift of righteousness his righteousness will reign in life the previous verse says through adam came death so you'll reign over what over death every situation comes with a snare of death in whatever sometimes you'll call me and you tell me all your problems they're like death right and you want to see life in those that's what a testimony is like overcoming that death and seeing life and so what is that righteousness consciousness now does now hebron can pray for time god give me time give me time give me time i have no time how did he reign over time i told you it's not a prayer problem you are waking up and then what he he sanctifies himself i gave you the smallest example now how did uk start rolling over india they just didn't come and bombard they started taking small small territories you take dominion in small things he just said wednesday sir i have to go i will be going small and then big things the father comes and now bears witness with the son now time is yours you take it in small things i love these testimonies now because i see the greater work and now he can't put a finger on it was him he knows it is the father how am i singled out among all they all look human but they all know he is different why does he get it he set apart he sanctified himself first okay um okay now look at this 2 corinthians 5 for he made him who the father made jesus who knew no sin to be sin for us that we you might become the righteousness of god in him righteousness means right with god why should you have that victory in your life not based on what you did didn't do because you have his righteousness he has approved it and said yes for you okay okay now let's come to the juice part john 16 the work of the holy spirit okay can i have the board up here someone beloved is getting a uniform for uh, worship team they're all dressed in maroon <laughs> okay john 16 the work of the holy spirit so after jesus died he told all his disciples after he before he died he said gather all after he rose again he said gather all in jerusalem at one place and he said wait for the promise of the father and all of these disciples gather it's called pentecost right and they were waiting but they did not know what the promise of the father will look like think about it jesus just told us a promise of the father what is the promise of the father going to be and what happens they all gather in the upper room and then there is a big noise like this rushing wind that comes and then it says there appeared like tongues of fire on everyone and they all began speaking in tongues and they were all baptized with the holy spirit and now the holy spirit comes and lives in each one this and i told you last week everywhere the disciples went they were just praying for one thing for boldness to give them that they would speak the word for a door to be opened and that the holy spirit would come then after the holy spirit came they were good and they just went on So who is your dependency supposed to be on today? The Holy Spirit. And what is the Holy Spirit doing? What does he convict you of? Does he convict you of sin? How can he convict you of sin? Because it won't lead to life. He knows that he needs to convict you and convince you of your righteousness because righteousness will help you inherit the very thing that you want. it's righteousness that leads to life so what does he convict you of constantly in the midst of your messes what is he constantly reminding you of 
that you are a son of his blood. Don't forget that. Don't let the situation give you an identity. You know, sometimes it's not something what people say. Sometimes you can go through a situation and this situation gives you an identity. And you get condemned and you can feel like inferior. And you don't even know that the situation came and started giving you an identity that maybe you're not that good. You don't deserve this. And this whole little situation, and that's when you have to dust it and say, no, I should receive all of this, these things because I'm a son of his blood. That's what righteousness is, because righteousness gives you all things. So let's read that, okay? It says, John 16, but now I go away to him. This is Jesus speaking to the disciples, telling them before he's going on the cross. But now I go, to, go away to him who sent me, and none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, just think about this. If the Holy Spirit is called a helper, why will he convict you of sin? He's a helper to push you into something in your inheritance. Okay? Helper, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Now he tells you when he convicts you of sin. Of sin because you do not believe in me. He came to you, everyone, at the point of salvation, when you didn't know him, to tell you that, yeah, we are in, we are lost from our father, to tell us that we are in a state of sinners, and now you're a son after you come into Christ. That's the time he came and convicted you, convicted you of sin. Now, do you believe in him? So now what is he convicting you of? See this. So listen, of, of, he convicts the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Now after you get born again, now see what he's convicting you. Of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more. Now what is he telling you? He's convicting you. Is Jesus here in the flesh with you? He's at the right hand of the father and your spiritual position is... You're at the right under the Father. What is he convicting you now? Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you, you see me no more. And of judgment. Read the next line. Because who? The ruler of this world has been judged. Stop running after the problem. It's already under your feet. We were having this discussion at Bible study about prayer. I said if, if, if you understand, because people think I'm not about prayer, I if, if you really understand what you're doing, then you will stop praying about a lot of things because it's not a prayer problem. It's your waking up. So I, 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 in simple words, I said, imagine God praying. You are born of God. Now problem comes to God. God start praying. <laughs> you lost it there only. God will relax because nothing is greater than him. It will submit to him. In that moment, don't forget who you are. That's what rest is, that it's under my feet. People do a lot of spiritual warfare and all of these things. If you are still, then you'll realize, what is Jesus doing at the right hand? Is he fighting? He's sitting. And it says, all things are under his feet. The Father is making all things his footstool. I'm making all your enemies your footstool. Resting is fighting for a son. You don't run. Imagine God running out of the problem. We're all in trouble. 
you're but you're born of god god kind so that's why i told you how does how does a spiritual realm know from one son from another son not by saying you can confess all your son 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 it won't work he knows one is still the other one is running one christ is just running everywhere <laughs> and one christ is just plonk he knows all everything has to submit to the son i love hebron's testimony because this is what i mean in small things if you take dominion tomorrow bigger things are just making space for you see jesus conquered just before he <clears throat> after uh, he gets baptized he goes into the wilderness right he's led into the wilderness he goes through that temptation there he doesn't do anything you know the temptation right jump from here the devil says he didn't jump okay he uh, he said make the bread into uh, make the stones into bread he didn't do anything can he make of course he can make the stone into bread because he turned water into wine he can do all of those things but but he did not listen because your identity and my identity doesn't come from environment till the date it till the time you keep letting it mess you that's the time you can't overcome that thing till the time you care a damn that i don't care what but i am who i am because my father says i'm i am because it's by blood you'll rule and overcome in that area okay it's like um, so think about this okay let me continue so after that what happens after that it says the devil left him after the temptation and then guess who was walking and who was running it says the devil was running and he was walking and wherever he went the de devil was begging him please please don't torment us so who's tormenting who you are being tormented by the devil how can you you will torment him because you're a son whenever you're going so now what happens wherever you took it in the small area now bigger things they are getting tormented you're going you don't even have to tell things are making way for the son son of god okay uh, so i'll give you an example <clears throat> the son is i know that it's white light and everything but when you look at it it's yellow okay so let's say the sun is what if you lived in a house that uh, was all with blue tint on the glass blue tint on the glass and then you're looking at everything and you're looking outside and what does the sun look like through the blue tint sun it looks blue some shade of blue it's not yellow will you keep believing the sun is yellow Okay suppose you already know the sun is yellow will you keep believing the sun is yellow even if you live in a house that's blue tint or you put black tints how many of you put tints in your house those shades on the glass on the couch ha huh. okay you had before do you still believe do you still believe the sun is yellow or suddenly you started believing the sun is black why will you believe the sun is yellow ha huh? because it is what it is because it is truth Do you know in the Bible the word truth in Hebrew it means reality. That means when the when God says that this is truth and this is not, the very thing that is not He calls it an illusion, like the tint. And the truth is re reality. And what if one person lived in this glass house blue, and thinks it is blue, and then one day some sun goes and cracks that tint. That light of that sun is going to come in and touch that sun inside that house. all of this rem this world that we were born in presents illusions to you but the truth is what the truth is what the truth is is because the truth is reality and even as you start believing the truth that's when all of these facts and illusions starts disappearing out of your life including lying symptoms of sickness or in any area they can be death okay it is like that because the father's word is truth and jesus does, jesus didn't say what i say is truth he said i 
am truth. The sun is yellow and it's in its nature to be light and wherever light is, darkness will get repelled because that is the truth. And in its everything of what it, what it says is what it does also. You are understanding. You are born of the word, Jesus, what he spoke, who he is and what he does is all one. Is all one. It's not like this, what he speaks, what he does, what he believes. Everything is one because he is truth. Now see this, okay. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, what does it say? The spirit of truth. We talked about he is the spirit of righteousness. Righteousness is, say that, is truth. <laughs> However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. What is the Holy Spirit doing? How does he heal? How does, see I'm, I'm getting to divine health. How does, Jesus said, I am the way, the and the so before you see life in that very area what will come before that yeah he guides you it doesn't say into healing or riches he guides you into what truth but it will be through righteousness righteousness is truth about who you are okay now see this um he guides you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come he will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you all things that the father has are mine what is mine divine health riches peace life patience abundance all that the father all the things all the things that the father has are mine therefore i said he will take of mine and declare it to you what is he giving you truth first what is your job receive it say just say okay yes believe it believe the truth believe that the sun is yellow and not what the stupid tint tells you that it's black it's pink the truth is the sun is yellow whether you have a good day or a bad day the sun is it's not changing according to your colors Okay, the sun is yellow. And why do you believe it's yellow? Because it is the truth. That's what believing unto righteousness means. Do you know why you believe a truth about yourself? Because the Bible says if you don't believe, in James it says, he who doesn't, who, who, he is a hearer of the word and not the doer, he goes, he, it's like he's deceiving himself. He goes, he looks into the perfect law of liberty, he looks into the mirror and then forgets what manner of man he is. That means here you come, you believe you're a son. You go and talk to some humans, you get influenced by them. And you think you're human. Constantly sanctify. You're in this world, but not of the world. I'm here, but I'm not. I don't need to sit and discuss and the way they handles problem. They handle their problems. You were meant to fix other people's problems. The biggest lie you'll believe is that you have problems. Now I understand that you do, but if you want to see them submit to you, do not let the problems tell you who you are. You need to really still yourself and know that this problem came to the ear of God not to the ear of a human. Imagine what God would do. He would relax, he chills, he rests, because the fight has already been fought. And the more you rest, you'll realize everything is submitting to you. Okay, now I've lived these things out, so I'm telling you how to do them and how to overcome, whether it is cancer, whether it is anything in your body. If you want it repelled out, these symptoms out, you need to do this.
Okay, now let's go ahead. John 15, the true wine. I am the true wine and the father is the wine dresser. I've done this many times before. I'm showing it to you. This is what CTS is. Remember Rishi shared about CTS? We've talked about what CTS is. What is CTS? Cast your cares, take no thought, speak. CTS. If you learn to do this in small things, bigger things won't show up in your life. Okay? I am the true wine. He's your father. Do not forget you're a fathered son. Okay? My father is the wine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me, that word abide is to rest. What does the branch have to do? How does the branch bear fruit? Just chill, relax. He is your supplier. Okay, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing. If anyone doesn't abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burnt. Now he talks about abiding. If you abide in me, and then what does he say? My words, my truth abides in you. You will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so that you will be my disciples. Okay. So I'm going to talk about CTS and I'm going to show you about these things. Okay. Oh, let's, I'm seeing how to get it all together. Okay. Matthew 6, 22. I'm going to read this. The lamp of the body. I love these three things. Okay. The lamp of the body is the eye if therefore your eye is good your whole body will be full of light but if your eye is bad your whole body will be full of darkness if therefore the light that is in you is darkness how great is that darkness now jesus talks about these things he's talking telling his disciples one thing through all of these things if you read these passages he's telling them don't worry don't worry Okay, now he says the lamp of the body is the eye. Remember in Ephesians, Paul talks about, I'm only praying one prayer for all of you, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. You're like this. In Adam, we were like this. And now as sons, we are waking up to who you are. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. So it says, if therefore your eye is good, that word it actually in Hebrew is not good. It says if your eye is single, your whole body will be full of light. Can you look, your, you've got two eyes. You can't look one here and one there. How can you see it together? That's why you need spectacles. Because slightly if they're like one is there, one is there. Why do you need, when can you see clearly? When both are looking at one thing, it's focused. Okay, that's what the Bible says. That word for good there in Hebrew is single. When your eye is single, your whole body is full of light. But if your eye is bad, confused, two things man 
human and sun the body is in darkness so let me explain this okay now it talks about all of these things what part of you got born again your spirit man we just talked about christ your body is dead because of sin but your spirit is life because of righteousness so and this righteousness adam has the law of sin and death okay spirit soul body but as sons we have the law of life the law of sin and death is also that in the members but there is a greater law the law of life and i told you a higher law a lower law will always have to submit to the higher law now you have as sons of god if you believe in christ you are under the law of life and that law of life is constantly repelling any death that shows up in your mortal body how do you get this law of life operating in it just by simply resting and not worrying the more you believe who you are you land up relaxing you're not convincing yourself the simplest example i can believe uh, i can give you to believe every day you're not waking up and looking at your passport and then you go to sleep thinking i'm indian tomorrow again get up in the morning i'm indian are you doing that every day why because you really believe you're indian you can go to sri lanka they all look the same but you will still you don't get up in the morning look at your passport and then go to sleep again i'm not sri lankan i'm indian but you know why you're doing that with the word right now because you need to be convinced because you don't believe it that's why it says you're looking into the perfect law of liberty you know you're indian and then you go and you think you're sri lankan because you hang around with sri lankans it's an example i'm giving you after some time you don't need to look you know you'll chill superman if he came without his blue and his red underwear and hung around with us if he just came in normal clothes he look like clark kent looks like one of us but is he one of us why he is superman he's born from above he's different it's the same thing as that okay so when you got born again the law of life is in you and the law of life is there the law of life that is the holy spirit is in you the spirit of righteousness and righteousness and death can't be together righteousness is constantly giving life that's why it says in the path of the righteous there is no death because they're like opposites righteousness needs to life it can't it'll constantly keep repelling how does that law work how does it now this here i've i've called this like this little node is like the bl blue film that the lies that the world has presented to you maybe you hung out with some christians and christians have also presented to you you go to prayer meetings and keep praying 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 so much so much prayer just comes from unbelief because you don't you need a slap wake up really in beloved we have seen so many supernatural things happen because you'll stop a lot of your prayer if you realize who you are you'll stop it i told you when i had symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis i didn't tell anybody because they start praying for me make me believe more i'm sick i i started taking the truth that i'm a new creation it's not in my nature and then everything disappeared it doesn't even have a cure it disappeared okay this is like the film the lies that the world presents to you and even as you start becoming single minded about who you are what did i start becoming all of these lies started going like maybe this is in an area that i don't see i see like in health i was falling sick i was falling sick i was believing that i can fall sick and then one day jesus came and told me it's not in your nature priya and so i just believed it like the sun 
I didn't believe it to check. I just believed it. It's not in my nature because it is the truth. It had nothing to do whether the sickness is in my body today and gets out tomorrow. I believed it like the sun. I will believe it because it is the truth. And the truth is no matter what I am shown, the truth is that the sun is yellow. And that's why you believe it. That's what believing means. You got born again. You believe Jesus died on the cross for your sins. And you believe it whether your boss is angry or not. Today you have a good day or a bad day. Does that belief change? For some it does. But does that belief change for you? You'll believe it. Why? Because it is the truth. So I believe it's not in my nature. And even as for six months I was double-minded. For six months. I was not believing it. I was, you know, doing all the juicing and the drinking, changing all the diets, everything, nothing worked. And then I just chose to believe I was so fed up of living like this Christians because I did all of those things because the world told me. I saw all these prayer groups and all. And I, I sanctified and I just took the word and I said, it says I'm a new creation. I can't fall sick. It's not in my nature. I said, enough. I will die believing this. I don't care. But at least... Because the word says it's true. It's not in my nature. And so I would bend down with pain and say, I'm a son. It's not in my nature. The law of life. It's in my nature. And I told you, what didn't happen in eight months happened in one day. Everything left. All disease only left. Everything left. But what happened? That resurrection life in my body started flowing in my... That resurrection life in my spirit man started flowing in my body. And now I started getting health. So what did God just want? Me to believe... And then I just rested. This is who I am. Believing is not a checking. It, up until you're checking it, it's not believing. Believing, you believe something because it is the truth. You came out of an Indian mother. You're not, I told you, it's just like you're checking your passport every day. You're not because you know you're Indian. Okay? It's the same thing. Someone can look very fair. It's got nothing to do with color also. You can be the whitest guy, maybe not tan skin. But he'll go to sleep, he's Indian, he's born from Indian parents, he just rests knowing that he's Indian. He can look like them, but he's not one of them. You can go to another place. And that's, that's what your rest is. Believing is because it is the truth. In everything you believe it because it's the truth first. You want to see prosperity? Believe you're rich first. Because your father says you're rich. Then you will see Riches in the external. And in the midst when you have nothing, I am rich by blood. That's how you draw prosperity. In the midst of anything, I give. How will a king give? King will just give. With whatever he has, take everything. Because his portion is coming from his father. Your supply changed. In all things, lies are getting approved. That's where renewing is. It's called renewing the mind. So that's why the Bible says, how are you transformed? Or that word in Hebrew says transfigured. Like the mount, on the mount when Jesus was. How are you transfigured and transformed? By the renewing of your mind. All of these lies are going. And all of that resurrection life is flowing in your mortal body. So if you have any symptoms... Try this. If you have, uh, this is my suggestion. If you have like big things show up in a report, like maybe cancer, maybe things, don't attack the first thing. Address it in other areas. Start seeing your sonship in smaller things. Like maybe in the midst of a report, a lying report like cancer, maybe you have a cold. Stop worrying about the cold. 
And then you'll realize how, Father, I just thank you, your resurrection life in me is kicking this out. And then you rest and because it's easier not worrying about the cold than the report of the cancer. It's simpler, just applied in small things. And you do that, you take that stance and you realize how that resurrection life kicked you. Got, got up in the morning, there's no cold. The same way that cancer, the symptoms of this cancer will also leave your body. You take it in the small things, okay? Now let's read this, okay? Why? You don't have to convince a law. A law is independent of you, right? You go jump out of a building, maybe suns can fly, okay? You won't get hurt. I'm just saying, if humans go and jump out, will they go, still go down? Why? Do they have to believe for that law to work? It's a law. That's why it's law. I like how Jesus calls it. He just didn't say you have life in you. He says, I am life, but he says for you, the law of life, the law of life. That means everything in your life is a law of life. Just think about that law of life. That means in this area, the outcome is only I'm going to have life, not death in that area. The law of life, you're under the law of life has made me free from the law of sin and death that I do something good or bad and it might result, the end result is death. Whether I ate or didn't eat, I told you, whether you took the vaccine or didn't take the vaccine. You're free of all of this, you're under the law of life. It doesn't matter. Okay, now see this. I love this. So we talked about the I being single. That means be single-minded that you're born from. You're not human, you're sons. You're not Adam, you're born from him single-minded about who you are, your origin, and then your whole body is going to be full of light because now you're not confused. A double-minded person doesn't receive anything. Single-mindedness, all of that life is now showing in my body. All of your testimonies are coming out because every day you keep hearing one thing. You're born from above. You're not Adam. Your son, your son, your son, you're slapped, you're slapped, you're slapped. No, I don't need the passport every day. I am son. Yeah, that's what it is. How would it be, I'd be confusing you, one day I tell you you're human, Adam, one day you're a sinner, you're son the next day. Confess your sins, then you become a son. You're born of blood, okay? Now see this, you cannot serve God and riches. So I love this, he talks about the lamp, be single-minded. Then the next one he says, you cannot serve God and riches. You cannot serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, the world, money, okay? Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. So how does he talk about serving and becoming a slave? By worrying. In the very area you have a problem, just stop worrying. Stop worrying. I, I love this verse, okay? Therefore I say to you, do not worry. You cannot serve, sorry, do not serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, nor about your body. Nor about your body. Does he tell you to worry about your body? Symptoms show up. How will you worry? Start running after it, okay? Nor about your body, what you will put on. For, I, for is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? 
which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Solomon was the richest king. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. Adam generation. The ones who do, are not in Christ. Okay, for your heavenly father, you and I have become sons of God, knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God, you got born again, and whose righteousness? And all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. I want to end it there. Do not worry about tomorrow. Do not worry about tomorrow. Sons don't worry. Just say this. Sons don't worry. Humans do. Adam generation does. Son, your greatest privilege, your and my privileges, as that we are fathered. We've come back home to our father where it is a finished work. And you know, righteousness, it says all things are added through righteousness. In every area, you're hearing righteousness. That righteousness is just giving life. You're not worrying. So now righteousness is giving you all life. His righteousness is giving life to your mortal body. But it's in every area righteousness is going. She had a problem of calls. Something so simple but irritating. Calls are disturbing me. But how does that president of the that particular bank, of the collection center only, <laughs> come and sit right in front? What can I do for you? You are so fathered. Righteousness leads to life. All that she knows is she's a son of his blood. Calls are irritating me. It's disturbing me. Okay, son, job done. Where is it? Let me find the wife of the husband to go. There's something on her face she needs fixed. She gets even rich doing that. Things fixing it. <laughs> Irritation has fixed her and made her rich. Think about it. Your father loves you so much. You know, yesterday... I have to share this. I'm going to take 15 minutes more, okay? We have to complete this today. Also, we had uh, interruption there. Um, I haven't paid my electricity bill. I came to know since September. September, October, November, December, Jan, Feb. <laughs> Six months. Now, genuinely, I didn't know I had not paid my bill, okay? Two days ago, three days ago, I'm at Bible study. And usually, you all come home for Bible study. So I see my bills sometimes while I'm cleaning up the house. So I didn't. And so I was looking at something. And then this bill behind on the, after you enter my door, I saw this. And suddenly, I remembered, when was the last time I paid my bill? And so I messaged my mom. I sent the bills to my driver because she, uh, you know, uh, does online, whatever that thing is. And, uh, but... Imagine for six months, this thought has not crossed my mind that I've not paid my electricity bill. It's six months, okay? And so she pays it. Yesterday, I go after my shoot, and today is like the word, okay? So yesterday, I go in the night after my shoot, and I go to my house, and there's no light. So I'm speaking and all. So I go to that meter center, and they have taken my meter and gone, <laughs> okay? So now I'll tell you what the rest is, okay? So my watchman comes, and I yell at the watchman, and I tell him, you know what watchman means? 
I'm going to Hebrew to tell him what watch man. I said, I was supposed to watch. You know, you that he said, ha, I was standing here. He came and took. I said, you can't call me. Kya? He's taking. He said, he's just doing reading. I said, you didn't see this big thing. He pulled out and went. So I said, you're not watching. Nahi kar tumara. You know, you're supposed to watch. And so I was yelling at him and all. And so, but I'm just thinking. And then mom told me, Priya, they have no right to take it away because I just paid the bill yesterday or two days before. Listen, for six months, I didn't get the thought in my head, pay the bill. Suddenly I go, I decide to clean the house and all. Oh, this bill. When is the last? Okay, I just told her. But who put the thought? Who thought my son has not paid the bill for six months? I better show the bill suddenly just come in front of me, you know, and then I tell her to pay and everything. And I'm still right because I can call them up and fire them now that I've already paid the bill. How dare you remove my thing? But uh, I'm just saying that he is always watching over you and even when i forgot he is so mindful electricity is not going to go i mean it's not going to be there you know and then i got it fixed instantly did some jugaad and put something else and you know i have the thing and i'll get it sorted fixed today the meter but i like that it was taken away because i realized that i don't need to micromanage and be my own father that i'm so your rest and my rest is that you are fathered and where you forget he doesn't you're so father and you learn to relax. And the same way when things show up in your body, cancer has got such a high dominion, like a principality because of fear. What if today there was a cure all over the world for cancer? It would lose its fear because there's a cure, like just the way COVID did. But your life is not coming, whether even if the cancer is in your body, your life is coming from the Holy Spirit. Stop believing that the cancer has any authority in your body, meaning it will do anything. You know, I, I have a testimony. Someone lived with a tumor for 30 years, but their life was not coming from the tumor. It's coming from the Holy Spirit. doesn't matter. I remember this guy who <clears throat> went for, I've read this testimony, who had in the spine, he had cancer. He goes to the doctor. They say, this is third stage cancer. He said, no, I don't have time. I'm going on a mission trip. So he's like, you may not make it also within two months. This guy goes mission trip. He goes six months, one year. He comes back and then he decides to go because the last time he went, they said, three months. The doctor looks into his spine, there's no cancer. Because he didn't run after it. If you take in small things, you realize bigger things have no place in you. It's, I've, I've, you know, I, I've got tired of that generation that keeps commanding the body. I know that there was a generation that did that and there still is authority and all of that. But stop fighting something that doesn't need to be fought. You need to learn to rest and relax the Holy Spirit in you is called the law of life, it's called righteousness. And righteousness flows out of you simply by you getting out of the way. How do you get out, get out of the way? Stop worrying. Just relax. And the more you relax, you'll realize that resurrection life is eating up all the death in your body. And it will kick it out. Try this. Instead of saying, quoting scriptures to me, go apply this. Then when it happens, you'll come and say, yes, it is true because it is the law of life. This has happened to me multiple times. And what I do, my most things, now I don't even get thoughts in that area. You won't get thoughts, are you Indian, are you Indian? Do you ever get thoughts like that? Why? Why you don't get thoughts, are you Indian, are you Indian? <laughs> because the devil knows I can't give this person a thought, knows it's Indian. But you'll get thoughts, you're not a son. Jesus God, you're not a son of God. If you're the son of God, you're trying to mess with him to see if he knows. And did he do anything to prove? No. 
He is. Thoughts don't come about sickness to me. They don't. They used to. Now they don't. Because in that area, I know. Resurrection life is in my nature. It's not in my nature. It kicks it out. So I don't get thoughts. But in other areas, I get thoughts. Then I have to pull them down. In the areas that you're rested about who you are, the devil won't mess with you. But in the areas you aren't, you get this warfare going on in your head. Okay? Now see this. So sons don't worry. 2 Corinthians 10. For though we walk in the flesh, are you walking in the flesh? We walk in the flesh, but we are not of the flesh. We do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Where is all the warfare going on? The conversations, everything for most people is going on. The head only. Head is getting messed up. That's why when you go to sleep, what is it? You can be lying flat on the bed and you can be, your mind is working and your body will pain the next day. And then you'll say, I just couldn't sleep. That means your posture of lying down has got nothing to do with you sleeping. Sleep means when? When your head went to sleep, your mind went to sleep. That's when you'll have perfect rest the next day. So what is God talking about? It's a mind soul rest. Okay, now see this. Therefore, pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being, a, being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Bringing every thought into... If you've never done this, Start doing it. Otherwise, you'll be a slave to your thoughts. And then people go with, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling not feeling very good today. Sons are not led by feelings. And feelings follow thoughts. You first messed with one thought. You didn't take it down. Then a hundred other thoughts came. Now there's a train. Now there's a stronghold. How do strongholds form? You'll see other people fall sick. Maybe in your past you fell sick. And then now you believe that you can fall sick. Don't believe just through your experiences also. Let the word and the blood wash everything. You believe, start again fresh. No, the word says. And so I believe what my father says about me in spite of all the terrible experiences I've had. And when you take that truth, just because you believe something because it is the truth. And truth has got nothing to do with experiences. Truth, your only foundation for truth is the father said so, so it is. Adam should have quietly believed. My father said so, don't eat out of this tree. I'm not reasoning. That's it. That means truth. I believe it because my father says it about you. When you do that, nothing can hook you. You'll start reigning in things. After some time, you'll realize you're not fighting things. Okay? You're still because you've conquered all things. Now see this, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Okay? Let me talk about, <clears throat> I'm going to make this more I want you to get this, okay? You are getting it. Okay, so the first thing what you do is, what does the Bible say? Take no thought. Cast your cares because he cares for you. That means the father is saying that sons don't worry or don't think. <laughs> sons are led. I'm not sitting and thinking. I genuinely didn't know I had not paid my bill for six months. But who thought? Who saw? My father. And who fixed it one day before the guy is coming to take the meter? 
so that tomorrow she can say i paid it <laughs> how dare you take my meter yeah there is i'm so mindful of that because i never thought i just casually thought i didn't know for 6 months i hadn't thought about the bill okay now look at this revelations so the great dragon was cast out that serpent of old called the devil and satan who deceives the whole world he was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him then i heard a loud voice saying in heaven now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our god and the power of his christ have come for the what is he called accuser constantly disqualifying you the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our god day and night has been cast down and they what does it say overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony you know the devil it says who deceives the whole world it's like the film that you're looking at the sun and he made you think the sun is blue but then you and i knew it was always yellow and what happens in every area it's like that film is breaking in front of your eyes the eyes of your understanding are opening to who you are and that sun that light is just coming into you in every area of your life okay it says here they overcame him by the blood of the lamb that means you don't forget you're a son of his blood you're not adam you're not human you're born from above and the word of their testimony what does that mean word of my testimony everything that you say about who you are that is truth by the word of the testimony that means you know who you are you're speaking who you are okay after some time you're not even speaking it because you know you you'll you'll go from truth to truth i don't keep in areas of health i don't keep speaking i i i relax more i told you when i lifted up an 80 weight weight tire i told you the spirit of might did it but in the night when i went to sleep and all of that pain came the first thought that came how can the pain come when you didn't lift it i did the minute i thought it pain came pain left and that pain was on my neck and my spine everywhere how come so instant we are not fighting against flesh and blood okay i took that thought captive but it was the lord who spoke how can pain come when you didn't lift the tire i did if hira lifts the tire who should get the pain she's a son she can't i'm just giving an instance she no because she lifted it same way stop fighting you don't need to fight rest he is in you the holy spirit is in you to repel every manner of death out of you giving life to your mortal body not only your mortal body in every area you'll see that life even as you get out of the way stop worrying about it start resting look at this ephesians 6:10 the armor of god right finally my brethren be strong in the lord and the power of his might put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against be able to does it say fight what does it say fight i take it down in jesus name <laughs> you can do that i choose not to because it's already finished i learn to rest you're more composed okay see this that you may be able to stand against the wiles that means the trickery of the devil for we do not wrestle against again it says flesh and blood but against principalities and powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual host of wickedness in the heavenly places okay all of this is going on but you know what it says in ephesians ephesians 
all the principalities, power, might, dominion, everything is under whose feet? Under the sun's feet. And you, you become head. So it's not denying. We are fighting against these. But know your position that has already been defeated. That's why you don't fight. You rest. How do you fight? You fight by not fighting. You fight by chilling and relaxing. That's why it's a labor to rest. When everything is telling me, do something, call up, send 10 prayer requests. Let me Google these symptoms. Thank you, Father. My life is coming not even from the symptoms, whether there are or not. My life is coming from the Holy Spirit. My rest, your rest should be whether or not you go and the report says this is in your body. Okay. My life is not coming from this thing being in my body anyways. It's coming from the Holy Spirit. You are understanding. It's good that you get a report that says no cancer. I'm just saying in the midst of the report also, your life is not coming from the cancer, even of the lying symptoms of the cancer in your body. Your life is coming from the Holy Spirit. There's a guy who didn't have an eyeball in Africa. He went for a prayer meeting. He began to see without the eyeball. He can believe that the eyeball is giving him life and sight. But the truth is, I believe why the father did that miracle for him because his life and his eyesight is not coming from the eyeball. It's coming from the Holy Spirit. So the existence of the eyeball or not having the eyeball doesn't give him life. His sight is coming from the Holy Spirit. You'll be free from your body. You'll stop obsessing about even having a clear report. That's what I'm saying. Your rest will be that your rest comes from your Holy your life, your supply is coming from the Holy Spirit. Your understanding. Okay? See this. 15 more minutes and then we're done. Therefore, take up. <clears throat> we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand. Again, just withstand. In the evil day and having done all to... To stand. Then again, 14. What? Stand. Therefore, having girded your waist with what is truth? Righteousness. Okay? That you are the righteousness of God. Then having put on the breastplate of what? I'm a sinner. What? So what is truth? I am the way the truth and the uh, breastplate of sinner will get you life. Breastplate of righteousness will get you life. Look at this. The breastplate of righteousness are having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith by which you are able to quench all the fairy, fiery darts of the wicked one. What is your faith? That you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Okay. Uh, which is able to quench all the fiery darts of the uh, wicked one and take the helmet of salvation. It is finished. And the sword of the spirit. What is spirit? Again, we talked about it. Righteousness. Okay. Which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to the end with all perseverance supplications for all the saints. And then you can keep on uh, reading that. Let's read Romans 10. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved, for I bear them witness. They have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of 
God's righteousness, that is a gift, and seeking to establish their own righteousness, trying to get right with God, have not submitted to the righteousness of God, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. That means in that area, Christ is the end of the law to get right with God for everyone who believes. You, righteousness is a gift given to you. The more you receive righteousness, you'll start seeing divine health. That's why I told you it's not just which church you go. If they're not preaching righteousness, you please stay, just stay at home. You'll still see life. But if you're still under condemnation, it leads to death. Slowly, slowly receiving, receiving, and then you wonder why things happen. Right, uh, righteousness, consciousness leads to life. The ministry of righteousness is called the ministry of the Spirit. We just read it. It's right in front of you. The Holy Spirit has come to convict you of righteousness. Because righteousness leads to life. You'll start inheriting things. Okay? Now see this. For Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law. The man who does those things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? See how righteousness speaks. The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. How did all of you get saved? You just believed. You believed, right? Did you do anything? He did everything for you. How did you become partakers of it? You just received what he had done. You believed and maybe you spoke and you got saved. Now see this. I love what it says in verse 10. For with the heart... One believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. How does a confession come? First you, first you believe you're Indian. If you really believe you're Indian, you'll walk Indian, you'll talk Indian, you'll do everything Indian. First you need to believe you're Indian. Huh? We have many people who come from abroad who think they become white. <laughs> they talk it up, but you're it's confused, right? Or uh, people who are born there. I'm just saying, it's got to do with your believing. Everything flows naturally. You know, the day I believed, it's not in my nature. I didn't have to convince. I wasn't even quoting scriptures. I stopped because I believed a truth. And it didn't look like it for three days. The pain was in everything. I just believed just because it's the truth. And then everything shifted. That resurrection life, boom, boom, boom just kicked out that sickness out of my body okay in every area you believe first it says believing for the heart one believes unto not sinner your adam for the heart with the heart one believes unto this side of the cross you know more adam believes unto righteousness i'm born from him I'm born of him. I have his nature in me. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Yes, Father, I believe I'm your son. I'm just going to rest. Your word says resurrection life is in me. It's giving life to this mortal body. Thank you. Holy Spirit, you're doing what you're supposed to do. And you'll wake up and that sickness is gone. <laughs> Symptom. Because you believed unto righteousness, your heart confessed unto salvation. So, so it is done in this area. Okay? Whoever believes on him, 
will not be put to shame. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let me go back to this. What is CTS? Cast your cares, take no thought or pull down the thought. If you don't learn to pull down the thought, start in small things. You're training for reigning. Sons learn to pull down thoughts. Just pull down. Otherwise, you're a slave to your thoughts. Even as you learn to pull down the thoughts, bringing it to the obedience of Christ, that means it's finished. Sometimes thoughts mess me up and say, because you thought this and all of this. No, I, I say, thank God I have the helmet of salvation. It's not my thinking or not thinking. I'll see the victory in my life is because I'm, the blood gives me victory. That's it. So you're not even letting the devil mess you in your thoughts. You're pulling out all those thoughts that disqualify you, bringing it to the obedience of Christ. And I speak it. I've realized I spoke it. Now I don't. I just rest more. You're speaking it because my, my words agree with who I am. It's a knowing. I don't have to convince myself. Okay? I've stopped looking in the passport in one area because I know so. In the other areas, I keep... Need to be reminded, need to be reminded. How is that life flowing in? in? So to one, it could be in health. To another, it could be in relationships, in riches. This here is the soul. You're becoming single-minded. You're believing. And what is happening even as you're believing, you're resting. And that resurrection life is giving life and flowing out constantly in every area of, of your life. I told you rest has got to do with trust. You can't sit unless you know the chair is holding you. And so even as you start slowly, slowly resting in the word, trusting that the word has you, it does have you. And it just wants you to get out of the way. Let me do what I'm supposed to do in your body, Priya. Will you stop worrying about it? And even as I just chose to stop fixing it and trying to heal myself with all of those things, I just believed unto the cross. And it had to do with a trust that I really believe that you have. I believe it because it's the truth of what your word says, it's not in my nature. Resurrection life pushed out everything. It's in every area you'll see it, you believe the truth first. You are sons of God. You're not son of Adam. Adam is from Adam, Adam generation. You're born of his blood. And you're receiving all your inheritance in your life based on blood. Blood. Simplest example I tell you, right? Amani will receive all things because he's Amani's son. Not based on whether he's a good boy or a bad boy. Based on blood. Inheritance comes through blood. Divine health, riches, prosperity, everything through righteousness. All is flowing in. And start doing CTS. How many are going to do? Cast your cares. Why cast your cares? Because your father loves you. Your whole life is fathered. Take no thought. <laughs> what? Yeah, don't take any thought because they're not yours. <laughs> don't take a thought and make it your own and start running after it. And speak unto righteousness who I am. Rest. And that life is going to do what it's supposed to do. I promise you that. You'll start seeing in those very areas. We've, start, we've started seeing this. I, I ended with a testimony of this lady who had lumps in her breast. And she had like eight lumps, I told you. And she heard a message. And in that time, she was like, Priya, I didn't send any prayer requests, nothing. I just went and sat and I read the God of my father and your father. And I just knew the same father, Jesus' father is also my father. Your life will do what it's supposed to do. The first report, the doctor said that you've got so many lumps, it looks benign. She goes for the next test. All of them 
uh, I mean, they are malignant. All of them are benign. Benign means dead, right? Normal, non-malignant. Yeah. And she was rejoicing, all eight of them, that the doctor said something. And now, you know Madhuri's testimony. When her sister, they said blood cancer. Before the doctor cancelled it, she cancelled it. I told you, anytime something comes to your ears, it didn't come to the ears of a human. It came to the ears of a son. Now, what will your verdict on that be? All of you sitting here, whoever is listening, anytime you get a problem, two minutes go away. Don't start becoming a part of the rest of the world. Two minutes go in a door, remind yourself who the problem came to. It came to the ears of God. <laughs> Son of God is God kind. Will God run? Will God send prayer requests? God lost his position. God rests. If your ears heard it, God has already judged it. No, this matter will not be so. It will be a clean report. That's what Madhuri did. Cancelled it because it came to the ears of God. The greater one in her. And she said, this is red wrong. This is not blood cancer. She cancelled it first. Then the doctor cancels it and says, this is not blood cancer. Because the son saw it. And in that moment, the son didn't forget that he was a son of God. Your lives are already fixed. They're already fixed because you're in Christ. You don't need any more saving. You're already saved. You are here to save others. The devil messes you up and puts fires here and tells you to blow them out. If you relax, they will self-extinguish because they are supposed to. Apply this, then see it, then come and testify. Just do it. Before the bigger things, take it down in the small things, like Hebron's testimony. Sanctify in the small, the bigger things will submit to you. Okay? How many receive this word? CTS, cast your cares, take no thought, speak. Or just do TS, take no thought, speak. Simple. Take no thought. Sons don't take thoughts. Why? Because he is thinking for you. You don't need to think for yourself because he has thought it all out for you. I love my electricity. I was so happy. I yelled. But I was happy that the meter went because, it, because I wouldn't even know that who thought for me. Just because it happened, I came to realize, oh, I'm so fathered. <laughs> One day before the meter guy, I've already paid my bill. One day before. Huh? <laughs> Then you realize you're so fathered. I'm so happy, you know. I was like, I was happy after some time he took the meter. Because imagine had he not taken the meter on, I would have not even known behind the scenes what my father has done for me. <laughs> I was only shocked. But I didn't need to think because he is thinking for you. <laughs> sons don't think. Say sons don't think. Sons are led. Inside out. Okay. Yeah. You don't take no thought and speak unto righteousness, okay? We, you overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of whose testimony? Your testimony, okay? The more you're uh, hearing every day, you're not believing to become. You are, you are believing because it is the truth. If you don't believe this, you're living a lie. Double-minded, eyes here and there. You're believing because it is the truth, okay? And all of that life is flowing out. So let's give a spiritual tithe. Just say, Father, I thank you, I'm a son in your kingdom. Jesus, you're my high priest. And right now, I give you a tithe, a thanksgiving of all the increase 
that you brought to my soul and just begin to pray in tongues now if you have any lying symptoms in your body right now the truth is his resurrection life the holy spirit is in you giving life right now to your body your life is coming from the holy spirit just pray in tongues and watch the holy spirit do what is there to do Father, I just thank you that your life is repelling all of the symptoms of death, whatever that might be, in that physical body, in that area, in that circumstance, even outside. Father, I just thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen.